sweet or bitter overflowing spring David W. Palmer, Mark 11 23 NKJV, he will have whatever he says, James 3 2 NKJV, if anyone does not stumble in word, he is a perfect man, able also to bridle the whole body. Jesus said that the Holy Spirit would teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all that I have said to you. John 14 26 ESV, through James, the Holy Spirit reminded and amplified what Jesus said about the power of our words, the ones that come from the overflow of what we treasure in our hearts. In this series of devotional teachings, we are looking at the power of our words, and what we can do to ensure that our tongues only utter what can be beneficial to God, others, and us. To help us in this, we can begin with prayer. I encourage you to pray the following scriptural prayer today. Psalm 141.3 NKJV said a God, O Lord, over my mouth, keep watch over the door of my lips. So far in this series on the law of confession, a good man out of the good treasure of his heart brings forth good things. Matt 12.35 NKJV We have seen the first four of James's illustrations about the capabilities of the tongue, both positive and negative. The bit in a horse's mouth, the rudder on a ship, kindling a fire, taming a wild animal. Today, we look at the Holy Spirit's next illustration of the tongue's power. Illustration 5, Spring Giving Sweet and Bitter Water. James 3.8.12 NKJV. It is an unruly evil, full of deadly poison. 9. With it we bless our God and Father, and with it we curse men, who have been made in the similitude of God. 10. Out of the same mouth proceed blessing and cursing. My brethren, these things ought not to be so. 11. Does a spring send forth fresh water and bitter from the same opening? 12. Can a fig tree, my brethren, bear olives, or a grapevine bear figs? Thus no spring yields both salt water and fresh here. God's description of, and caution about, the tongue's ambivalence mentions that it can bless and curse, or have sweet and bitter speech coming from it. This makes it sound like our lips are a faucet tap, that can allow flow from two different pipes, one from sweet, godly origins the other from devilish, destructive incitement. James says, these things ought not to be so. To illustrate just how ridiculous this is, the Holy Spirit gives some more illustrations. Does a spring send forth fresh water and bitter from the same opening? Can a fig tree, my brethren, bear olives, or a grapevine bear figs? God's word then states, no spring yields both salt water and fresh. Trying to yield salt and fresh water from the same spring would simply mean that they mix, and therefore, that it all becomes salty, albeit diluted in its saltiness. But in the pursuit of fresh water, this mixture is already contaminated and unusable as pure. God is always noting what we say and looking for a pure confession of his word, something he can watch over and perform. Jeremiah 1.12 ESV I am watching over my word to perform it. But our utterances are of no benefit to God if our pure, life-giving confessions of his word are mixed with cursing or bitterness. This renders our mixed words all contaminated. They are mixing at the spigot and the sweet is swallowed up with the salty. It is thus all counted as bitter, salty, and contaminated, even if it is somewhat diluted through the sweet water. This is why God says, thus no spring yields both salt water and fresh. Getting fresh, sweet, Blessing after it is mixed with the salty is impossible. How does this mixture happen? Obviously, it is because we have a mixture of God's word and devilish, worldly contamination overflowing from our hearts. This is why later in the book of James the Holy Spirit says, James 4 8 NKJV, Purify your hearts, 
you double-minded. Only a pure heart can speak the pure words that God can enact, watch over, perform. But to add to this motivation to have a pure heart and sweet words, our Lord said, Matthew 12 36 37 NKJV, But I say to you that for every idle word men may speak, they will give account of it in the day of judgment. 37 For by your words you will be justified, and by your words you will be condemned. Our words matter to God, He is monitoring them very closely. So this gives us even more motivation to have our tongue tamed by praying for God's help to do it, filling our hearts to overflowing with God's word, holiness, love, etc., and yielding our tongues to the Holy Spirit, first via his gift of speaking in tongues, and then by humbly submitting to him in every area. John 8:38 in KJV, I speak what I have seen with my father. James 4:7-11 NLT, so humble yourselves before God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. 8. Come close to God, and God will come close to you. Wash your hands, you sinners. Purify your hearts, for your loyalty is divided between God and the world. 9. Let there be tears for what you have done. Let there be sorrow and deep grief. Let there be sadness instead of laughter, and gloom instead of joy. 10. Humble yourselves before the Lord, and he will lift you up in honor. 11. Don't speak evil against each other. Dear brothers and sisters, remember, Matthew 5 8 NKJV, Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Today, I encourage you to obey the Holy Spirit's directive through James, purify your heart, dig out all loyalty to the world and the enemy's character, words, and images, make sure that the overflow of your heart is purely in line with God's heart, character, and word. This way, he can watch over what you say to perform it. Any mixture meets God's denouncement. James 3.8.12 NKJV 10. Out of the same mouth proceed blessing and cursing. My brethren, these things ought not to be so.